0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Knobcast episode number two with your boy L. Nobbins, Manchester City fan, and my co-host Gasky, who is obviously a Manchester United fan and a very happy Manchester United fan. I wonder why that might be. We'll find out later on, I am sure. I just wanted to do a bit of housekeeping and admin before we start properly. First of all, just a huge thank you to the people who listened to the first podcast and watched the first episode seem to be really well received. You guys seem to really Enjoy it. So thank you so much for enjoying it. Thank you also for your constructive criticism. We've tried to take that on board. We knew we needed to make some technological improvements specifically. As you can tell from Gasky's beautiful face, we've already improved the video quality. And as you'll hear later, we've we've also improved the audio quality. Still some things to work out, but it's much bigger improvement on last week. And also just a huge shout out to... The support on the TikTok channel as well, where the highlights get posted, we're already at over 400 followers on there. It's called The Knobcast. If you want to give it a follow, already 13,000 likes. So yeah, just uh, brilliant. Thank you so much. And if you wouldn't mind, if you do, if you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you give give us a five-star rating and review, that would be exceptional. Uh, but Gasky, I've also got some very exciting news. Would you like to hear oh, it?
1: do. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Yeah.
0: So I don't know if I've told this story. Let me know if I have. But many months ago, I contacted McVitie's, the biscuit people. Right. And on Instagram, because they don't have a TikTok account, I tried. Tried to find one. I don't think they have one or, if, or if, they have, if they haven't posted one. And I went to the Instagram because my name is Nobbins. And my favorite biscuits, don't know if you know Gasky, my favorite biscuits are Hobnobs. And I'm one of the features. I mean, that make, it makes sense. Exactly. And one of the features is literally called Hobnobbing with Nobbins. Okay, so I reached out to McVities months ago and said, "Would you like to sponsor me? Because my name's Nobbins and I love hobnobs. It's it, it, you know, it's brilliant." No, no response. I was like, "Okay, that's a little bit disheartening, but it's fine." Now, my sister works in marketing. Okay, right, and 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 she has connections. Okay, and she DM'd them on Instagram, to basically telling them to DM back to me, and I don't want to say Gasky... But well, I've got some exciting news because we are now sponsored by McVitie's Hobnobs. So therefore, welcome uh, to the Hobnobcast. Essentially.
1: Oh, okay. What,
0: uh, what do you think I, about the name I, change? First of all,
1: I, I, I think I think you're trying to catch me out really early. No, and, to, uh, make, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm making it one all. You, ooh, I mean. <laughs> A part of it at the start, I, I was believing it, but then I thought, you're not a
0: chance.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> Ooh, you, you, went, you went too hard there. You went too hard there.
0: Uh, I tried to get you out early on. Gask is absolutely right, because that was objectively, objectively incorrect. incorrect. Oh, yeah. I tried to catch this you out early better. on. <laughs> I tried to catch you out early on. Obviously, it didn't work. I even wrote in the Google Doc sponsorship to try to get catch you out, but... Okay, maybe, maybe that was a bit too oh, funny. I didn't I... read that. <laughs> <laughs> me with those a little bit too fantastical um, but that is a true story about me trying to get in touch with mcvitties to be fair um they did just air me though never, never got know. back to me you never know mcvitties if, if you're watching Hobnobcast, cast let, let's make this an objectively correct thing but anyway en- enough enough of the enough of the silliness you're here for a football podcast guys it's now time <laughs> oh i'm a bit disappointed it's now one all but it's now time for roundup thoughts analysis of the previous weeks matches normally we do this monday evening but due to work commitments we're recording on thursday evening you'll be hearing this on friday afternoon but we're committed we're still here to bring you guys a podcast and we're going to start obviously with the match that's the reason why gassy has got a huge smile on his face right now why why he's dancing in oh, his yes. chair manchester united 2 liverpool one liverpool one Manchester United getting the better, getting the better of their arch rivals in the Northwest Derby. Gaskey, as we know, is a United fan. He's a, he's a happy, happy chappy. And Gaskey, just just release your happiness to the world. Uh, I honestly,
1: I was absolutely shocked with the way they played. They were the complete opposite to what they were the week before, and I don't think I've ever seen a team go from. An absolute shambles to one of the best I've seen him perform in the last few years. It was just, I think Gary Neville said it, shocked. Because there's
0: no other word to describe it. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it, really was, it was very odd, wasn't it? Especially because I understand and appreciate Liverpool have had a, a tough start to the season um, in terms of uh, not, not beating Fulham, not beating Palace. But we both said it on the podcast last week. We fully expected Manchester United to lose and I thought comprehensively lose. Um, but 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 that just that just did not happen. Liverpool no. just a, a, as good as Manchester United were. I think it's also fair to say that Liverpool were were very poor. Uh, but let's start. Let's not take this away from United. Let's start with how good Manchester United were. And for me, Gasky, I Don't know about you, but I thought Martinez was man of the match. He was he was fantastic.
1: I mean, all, all, I mean, he deserved deserved the criticism he got the week before for that first half and all obviously past all the jokes of his height, but he proved he can play centre back. It proved in a high line he's he's fantastic. You know, that's all he did, he, he played a high line, had a perfect player in Verand next to him. Um you know, kept the Liverpool tackers quiet. You know I mean from minute one he was all over Salah, that that, that first minute tackle. Yeah. let him knew he was there. And yeah, from, from that minute one, it was even I think there was a it was an opportunity in the second half, I think it was, when he he was he was in their final third winning the ball back.
0: And I think what's, and what Sorry, go on.
1: Yeah, it was just a prime example of how good he was. He was just every ball, he was winning every ball and just the passion as well. Just they've lacked players to have that kind of passion.
0: Absolutely. And what was also impressive about that, again, just I really thought Martinez was fantastic. And I, and I was very critical of him against Brighton and uh, and also against Brentford. So I as want, want to uh, praise him here when he deserves it. And what was also equally as impressive was the fact that it was Martinez and Varane. Now, as far as I'm aware, they've never played with each other, not in preseason, not, not against uh, Brentford or... Or Brighton, because it was, it was Maguire playing in those games, wasn't it, instead? But mm, yeah. Cap- Captain Maguire was dropped, and also CR37 was dropped. And it's, it's the first... And, and, you know, you're up against Liverpool. Again, maybe a dysfunctional Liverpool. But it's still a first-time partnership, Martinez and Varane. And as yeah. you say, that, that could be... It, is that the future for works, United?
1: I mean, yeah, it works perfectly. You can have the aggression of Martinez, Martinez and then next to him, Varane, who's, you know... I think he yeah, gets called the Rolls-Royce defender because he gets a bit of everything. And he's that, he's that, you know, cover. And then the only criticism I have for United in that whole game was I felt Scott McTominay was marking fresh air most of the game. He's just absolutely useless when it comes to marking. And mm. again, that's the one position with Casemiro that they're replacing. I was going to say... And I, I they do, could only get better.
0: Yeah, I do want to touch on Casemiro. Is it just going to get better from here on out because... Well,
1: yeah, from that game, that's their threshold now. That they've 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 probably I don't think they've peaked there they can only get better I would hope mm-hmm. but they've shown they've shown the manager what they can do and they know what they can do so there's no reason for them to even go back to the state of while they play against Brentford and I find it very difficult how against Southampton on Saturday he's ten, how 10 I can put Maguire and Ronaldo back in the starting lineup. Yeah, give, give Martinez and Varane the chance to play together Give him Casemiro in front of them, who's that extra, if Martinez wants to go crazy and go flying and winning a ball, you've mm-hmm. got Casemiro there. It's cover. And and also, I mean, Delo was probably a bit not great, but he wasn't poor. And Malassia was, he's going to keep Charlotte team because I thought he was brilliant as well.
0: Yeah, he he might be a bit of a, a revelation. Uh, Malassia, or Masala, as I um, incorrectly pronounce his name, but I just like calling him that because it's funny. <laughs> uh, but you're absolutely right. There's some sort of Actual defensive solidity, based on that match, certainly. Martinez and Varane, very good partnership. Throw Casemiro into that mix. You've got a very strong central, uh, central spine, as as they say, whoever they are, um, and that that will provide solidity to the rest of rest of the team. Um, and then maybe you can like, throw in. I mean, let's talk about Fernandez as well. I know that a lot of Liverpool fans were very upset with. Uh, his um, antics, let's say. And I do think that he needs to, maybe maybe you want that sort of attitude in a derby match, but the diving, I can't stand. I I can't. It's one of those, with what happened after the Liverpool
1: goal, if it happened to my team, then I would be reacting the way that Liverpool fans are reacting. But Mm -hmm. it's that bit bit of dirtiness that United have lacked. They've been too nice, I think, Mm -hmm. in the past years, you know, not bothered. And that shows that they want this. And, And I think, and, also, I'm pretty sure the Premier League introduced a multi-ball system, and they could have just got another ball, as far as I'm aware. So, mm-hmm. they could have just left into it and then got ready <laughs> to kick off. So that's how I look at it. But yeah, I understand. Like it was frustrating, especially the dive though. The dive annoys me. I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. Just stay on your feet. Make them foul. You don't just expect it. But yeah, it's just that bit of that bit of nastiness, and like like with like I said with um, Martinez's tackle on Salah in like the first minute all over him minute one give him a bit of a shoulder afterwards let him know he's there (laughs) so all it takes it's what that center back for um for palace did didn't it to nunez and nunez
0: reacted so it's all you need to do Mm -hmm. yeah and even just like away from the antics i thought his pressing was exceptional i just thought fernandez had Oh yeah yeah he was he was everywhere. yeah not necessarily getting the goals or assists you might associate with him but
1: the fact that he's everywhere it also allows you to play a player like ericsson that midfield as well because he, he's another type of player where he's going to get forward, not necessarily back. But if you know there's a player like Bruno there who's going to get back, you can risk it a bit. You mm-hmm. don't need to play, you know, your like two defensive players. You can play someone a bit more
0: attacking. Mm-hmm. And as good as United were, uh, Liverpool were poor, especially yeah. especially in the first half. It, they just didn't really look like they were ever uh, creating that much we 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 understand we've spoken about the injury issues that have plagued Liverpool so far this season in terms of centre halves. I mean it was Phillips against Palace, it was Gomez today who was yeah. who is not a good defender. Again, putting someone who isn't a good defender alongside Trent who is not a good I'm sorry, he's not a good defender. He's and not, no. and uh, and also the decision I sort of understand the decision to bench Fabinho because he didn't have the best performance against Fulham, didn't have the best performance against Palace. But this was not the time to to drop him because it meant that Henderson had to go as the sort of number six player. And that meant that Henderson, who would normally be covering the space vacated by Trent, was that responsibility was given yes. to Harvey Elliott, who is a very young, you could say naive player, wants to be more, more of an offensive player. And it did not afford Trent nearly as much protection. And therefore, because Trent didn't have as much protection, not only was he exposed more, along with Gomez, who was a disaster, um, along with Trent defensively, but it also meant that from an offensive standpoint, Trent could not create because he had to create deeper and he was therefore less yeah. effective. But um, well,
1: it, it showed, didn't it? They were the overload on that side. There was so many opportunities, like De Gea would just decide, we're not playing out from the back. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. Play up on that wing. And it was what was it, Bruno, Ilanga, and was overlapping, they were all over him and he had no and Trent had no help. Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't gonna get any help from his he centre back and like you said, Javier, it wasn't there. So all it took, and then he got when he got that yellow card, it was like, well I, I think that's why he probably made the sub ten hag. Bring Martial on, Rashford will just run at him, let Rashford keep running at Trent, and you can't touch
0: him. Hundred percent. And speaking of percentages, around forty percent of Manchester United's attacking touches were on United's left i.e. Liverpool's right. So, and you talked about it with David De Gea targeting that area, wasn't playing out from the back, not making that mistake again. Yeah. Punt it up to Liverpool's right because they I know... The target Trent, pretty much. Exactly. They Teams yeah. know, and they seem to have caught on, that that is a, a huge weak area for Liverpool. And it's
1: also United's fastest side. So, then Delo and Sancho isn't a very quick side, mm-hmm. whereas Malacia and Rashford on that side, just, yeah, miles faster. Annie Langer in the first half, so... Yeah, and...
0: And, and Van Dyke, I, I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's a bit harsh I mean, because he's not—he's not in the best situation.
1: Yeah, that I just don't get that first goal. I really don't understand it. No, it was—it was, it was an impression like,
0: of a statue, wasn't it?
1: But then I think it, again, we'll come back to him. He was that good. Martinez in the second half, there was a chance, wasn't it? And he just launched his body at the ball to stop the shot.
0: Yeah, it's... and then it makes
1: you think Van Dyke's arguably the best defender in the world. That's what you should be doing. And I just don't understand his thought process.
0: No, um,
1: but it was. But then wasn't it? It was last week, wasn't it? Against Zaha's goal, not closing the space.
0: Yeah, and even before then, like against Fulham, he gave away the penalty to Mitrovic. Mitrovic just bullied him all, all game. It seemed. You you yeah. mentioned it there against Palace. He. It's it's a hard one, but he should have closed the space on Zaha, uh, which yeah. was the goal. And then, as we've just talked about, now look, does Milner help him out by diving in? No. Did Trenton Gomez help him out by being in the wrong position? No. However, once Milner dives in, he has to make it more of a move and an effort to get in the way rather yeah. than just trying to stand still. Because you've got to... I mean, it's a hard position, sure, but that is... that a, a player. We are holding him to high standards, but he's the best defender in the world. So we've got to hold him to these standards. Yeah. But. And put
1: it that way as well, he's, he's got the Sancho's got the ball unmarked on the penalty spot. Nine times out of ten, that ball's going in the goal so you throw yourself in front of it if you missed it and he goes in he goes in you never you know tried.
0: yeah exactly uh but yeah so great i mean gr- as a city fan great result i was very happy that manchester united won uh, liverpool only lost twice last season we're three games in they've already lost a game yet to win it now makes their home game against i think it's bournemouth they play uh makes it crucial yeah. i'm sure they will win that one but that now becomes an Absolutely, one hundred percent must win.
1: He's, I mean, he's making this a uh, seventh, seventh season syndrome. Is it that Klopp's got real?
0: I uh, yes. This, now, this is something yeah. that I want to say, Gasky. Are you obviously you are aware? But I'm going to ask you anyway. Are you aware, Gasky, of Jurgen Klopp's seven season curse? I am. Well, I'm going to I'm going to explain it to you anyway. <laughs> explain it for the, viewer, for exactly. the viewers, exactly. Exactly. So, Jurgen Klopp has managed three senior teams in his career. He managed Mainz in Germany, got pr- got promotion for Mainz to the Bundesliga. In his seventh season, he was relegated with Mainz, left the season after at Borussia Dortmund. He won two league titles, got to a Champions League final, but in his seventh and final season with Dortmund, that was a season of disaster where he finished in seventh place. That was Dortmund's worst position in 10 years. And now he's in his seventh full season with Liverpool. And this is the worst start from a Liverpool side for a decade so is there a curse and probably not but it's an it, interesting thing I
1: also also to add as well I believe in both of them teams they started the squad started to age and it got to a point when they had no the team had no future there was no up and coming talent I know Liverpool got some young players there but I feel like their spine potentially is a bit is aging quite a bit is this I night's it's not young
0: is this a transition period it? for Liverpool
1: it, I think it's looking like it. I don't think they've prepped very well, considering. You know, Van Dyke. yeah, like I said, Van Dyke's not getting any younger. You know, Milner and Henderson in midfield still playing quite often. And, you know, I mean, obviously they got Nunes into the striker, but Salah, like, Salah's, what, Salah 30 now? Mm-hmm. A lot of their key players getting what? on to yeah, late, late, late 20s, early on, 30s. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So potentially, I think it's just the midfield, to be honest with you, more than anything, and potentially defender they could do with. I mean, Kanata is you know, Kanata is young, but I think, yeah, I think it's most of the midfield. It's quite, you know, they've not really got any young up and coming, uh, centre midfielders that they could, you know, that they got for the future.
0: Yeah. Uh, apart from me, apart from Harvey, Early, I think he's good, but, uh, yeah. K- K- Curtis Jones, uh, he's not, he's not that great. Yeah, I think just don't
1: think they're good enough for Liverpool's level.
0: I agree. Uh, so that is Liverpool. A lot of their fans wanting a new central midfielder, but we're a week away from the transfer deadline day. Personally, don't see it happening. But there you go. Manchester United 2, Liverpool 1. United ahead of Liverpool in the league table. Gaskey's buzzing about it. And and, and I'm buzzing about it as well because Liverpool lost. Uh, But there you go. Crazy game. Uh, Crazy game. Now United just need to keep it up. Will they do it? That remains to be seen. But the next match, another crazy game. And it's early days, but this was game of the season so far. Newcastle United 3 Manchester City, three. As I said, it was a crazy game, easily game of the season so far. Newcastle, I think, are going to be a really strong side this season. They went 3-1 up against City, so actually, coming away from the game, I'm quite happy uh, with a draw. Um, I want to talk about St. Maximum Gaskey because yeah. he's what, he might be the most frustrating player to have ever existed in the history of humanity. Because he was unbelievable against City, I thought. He should have had... A, a, I, th- I know he got an assist. He should have had at least one more. I think of the Alm- Alm- Almiron, Almiron chance, which is skied over it when City yeah. were 1-0 up. He had Walker on... St- Walker is, uh, for me, like one of the best right-backs I- I- in the world and maybe even the best right-back in uh, Premier League history. But he just could not deal with him. But he can't do it every week. And is it's the... Do do you share that frustration with me? It's just the, the lack of end product um, yeah. consistently. He,
1: yeah, he he's one of those where there is a player in there. You can tell there's a but you know potential world class player, and you just yeah, he just you could watch him for three weeks and you think he's not that good. But then again, the City game, he was unbelievable. He was fantastic. They couldn't handle him.
0: Exactly. But then, and...
1: Also, I also feel with Newcastle, he does. I think he lack they lack like a playmaker who can get him in the game. I think they rely on him too much from a wing position and there's no one central.
0: Mm -hmm. A bit more work to be done for Newcastle for sure to turn them into more of a a European uh, challenging side, but they certainly have some of the personnel now uh, in their side. But what didn't help and what what helped St. Maximum, but didn't help City was, I commented on it last week on the podcast when it was City against Bournemouth and I talked about the really inverted fullbacks that uh pep deployed with cancel and walker essentially acting as central midfielders now city using inverted fullbacks is nothing new they've done it ever since pep joins uh city essentially however it's never been this inverted where basically walker is a central midfielder norm uh, in the past city would form like a back three with one one of the um with one of the wingbacks dropping into that back three but it's, the formation has essentially been a 2-3-5. And that's fine against Bournemouth when you've got all the ball. They aren't really a threat. But you've got St. Maximum. You're at, you're at Newcastle, which is one of the a very intimidating ground in terms of the, the fans. It's a really good atmosphere there. Now you've got pacey players like St. Maximum and dangerous forwards like Wilson. And City were just constantly... And for me, the story of the first half especially was City just constantly overran and just not able to deal... Uh, just, not, just not able to deal with... Uh, St. Maximum and, and just being as I say totally o- overran on, on both wings I don't really know what uh, City were doing there but it obviously got adjusted in the second half so I think it'd be fine um, but that free kick gasket, I mean talk to me about that Trippier free kick uh,
1: I mean we've 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 seen him plenty of times doing for England as well he's he's a wand wand of the right foot is all like you can say it was be it was pinpoint in the corner I mean Edison's Edison's a good shot stopper but we weren't getting anywhere near that
0: mm-hmm. and it was just shades yeah. of 2018 against uh, Croatia, yeah. Croatia as well it was just you, yeah. you can't. I mean, I mean, that came just after Halland hit the post and then Stones gave away the foul. The only, the only way you stop that is by not giving away a foul, um, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, potentially, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and and so that's, that's... So Newcastle were very good. So, as I said, mainly St. Maximum, they were very good. uh, as City were not good in the first half, but I thought on the bounce of play, City were still overall the better side. And again, Halland I might just talk about every week because I love them so much, again, had a very good game. Very happy he got the goal. He was having a very good game up until that goal, but you know what people are like on the internet. Oh, he didn't score a goal, so he didn't have a good game. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, he did have a very good game. I don't know if yeah. you saw it, Gasky, but there was this one glorious, glorious bit of hold-up play where he held off like two Newcastle players and they did not an didn't outside of the foot through ball to Kevin oh, De Bruyne. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, and... I, I, I think the the XG on that De Bruyne shot was like 0.5. So we yeah. really should have buried that. So Holland should have had an assist as I well.
1: Think, and I do think people need to realise with the way City play, that Haaland will not touch a lot of the ball. It's just the way City play. I mean, I think Barcelona with Suarez up front, I don't. he didn't touch the ball much. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to. All he's got, his job is to put the ball in the net. At the end of the day, I think there was a times when he would drop very deep in that game against Newcastle to come and get the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think he needs to do that, to be fair. I think if he's patient enough, he will. But I think he just wants the ball, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, and but, I mean, I... if if uh, if Foden squares it, at, at when City are 1-0 up, Haaland has a tap-in. It's just like Bournemouth. Yeah, don't really know what
1: Foden's doing. Um, Again, that's that comes with experience, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, and I'm sure that... I, I, and to be, to be honest, I think Foden's going to be dropped because he's done that twice in a row now. He also played against Barca midweek, so I think Foden will get dropped. But Guardiola will be yeah. shouting at him saying... Next time, you better pass him, pass to him, or, or you ain't playing anymore. Uh, basically, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but yeah a cr- crazy game, game of the season so far. City dropping points, but from a title race perspective, going away to Newcastle is hard with with, with their current level of. I know City like dominated them the last season, yeah. but this is a very different Newcastle side. I feel like and feel good factor and, and they were just very good and yeah. Ed, eddie i love eddie i'm just going to touch him very quickly eddie howe yeah. could be along with potter well. could be a future england manager certainly like a yeah yeah
1: i feel with newcastle obviously coming into the money eddie howe's the perfect type of manager they need don't go too hard too too soon he's not the one to get them champions league football or to get them titles but he's the one to get the to build the, the gap between the bottom and the top Mm-hmm. He'll be able to get him closer, but he's we he won't have that cutting edge. But he's the perfect manager to get him closer.
0: Yeah, re- really Definitely. good, uh, really good project that he's uh, doing there. I do you think that Newcastle will be a? Uh, I think I think they will be a top six side and like uh, a, a consistent yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've just they've just agreed, haven't they, for um, Alexander Isak from Sociedad for a striker oh for a record fee. So
0: how they've much is it? Like now, six, is it 60... F-
1: uh, fifty eight million, I think it is something like that. So. <laughs> Again, he's a young I mean, striker.
0: Yeah, that, the way money is now—that's insane,
1: though. He's, yeah. he's a future, so it is. It is. But if you can <laughs> but if you compare it to other prices of players, it's considered market value, isn't it? <laughs> if you compare it to every other side of the season,
0: and we'll we'll, we'll talk about another player who's going yeah. for too much money later on. In fact, the next yeah. thing I want to talk about um, leads three Chelsea nil. Before mm. we, before we talk about the match, I just want to talk about. I just want to touch on Gordon. Because he's being linked with Chelsea, it's like fifty million quid.
1: I honestly, I, I'm shocked by that because I don't see what people. Some people do see in him. He's he's just another average Joe. I feel he, it's it's not like he's done anything out there. He's not like he's standing out. He's just any any old player.
0: Yeah, what I'm getting right now, understand. I'm getting a smell. I'm getting a whiff. You, you, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you won't be able to uh, see my hands making a, a gesturing motion. I can smell Ross Barkley. This has whiffs of Ross Barkley yes. 2.0, where it's it's a young, young and upcoming English player. In fact, I think Barkley is probably better than Gordon by this point. And
1: I, that, I was about to say, he, Ross Barkley offered a lot more for Everton at the time than yeah. Anthony Gordon's doing at the moment.
0: And and Gordon. Before last season, maybe he did play before last season. I don't remember him existing before last season. So let's say at he, most he's well, had one good season. It wasn't even, it was all right. But he's an Everton player. He's an Everton quality player for me. And fundamentally, yeah. he is not a striker, which is what Chelsea
1: no, needs. he's really not. And um, not if I, mean, if I was Everton, I'd be cashing in. Y- You've been offered 50 million for, for a one of your youth players who three seasons tops he's had. Yeah, it's just... Cash in.
0: Bizarre. Cash in. Bizarre. It's not a striker. I know they're linked with Aubameyang. That's a weird situation. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, odd transfer market. And an odd game from Chelsea as well, losing 3-0 against Chelsea. Yes. Um, the first goal, Mendy doing his best, David De Gea impression, just giving the ball away for. From... I, mean, De- I mean, De Gea's never done it that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's the... done it bad, but I don't think
1: he's done it that bad. Yeah. He's... that was Who did that? Was, that was... um did well, it in the World Cup final, didn't he?
0: I can't even remember that, but... It's I'm, yes,
1: I'm, Croatia, t- yeah. T- I think it was Croatia's goal came from that.
0: Yeah, ju- yeah, and normally, I mean, Mendy's not bad in terms of distribution, but he's... he's just He's just,
1: he's liable. He's another keeper that's just... It, well, he, you know what yeah. he can do, but he's like, you know he's got something
0: like that in his locker as well. Let's say he's nowhere near the level of Allison or Edison when it comes to distribution. No, they're, they're they're different, they're a different level. Certainly not. And, and a, a, a no, another error later on in the game, when there were 3-0 down, Kubala getting a a really stupid yellow card there was just no need for it um, but no. just in terms of the game e- even even before mendy's atrocious mistake i just thought the leads were excellent and they were better just, in they ran
1: them off the park didn't they they just ran them off the park yeah
0: they were better in every single department they could not handle chelsea couldn't handle leads pressing at all and that and the first goal sums it up mendy not being able to deal with uh, deal with the pressing, uh, just getting out psyched by Aronson because he, he earlier in the match he tried to do another fake and shimmy thing where it did work. He tried to do it again. this yeah. players caught on, obviously didn't didn't work, and mm. and I just want to say, just give massive credit to Leeds because I because I, I I just thought they were I thought you know Chelsea were bad obviously, but I thought Leeds I, I just thought Leeds were superb. Leeds were very good. I feel I'm feeling like um
1: as Jesse Marsh is is giving. Similar, similar way to how Bielsa got him to play, but also he knows the, player have, the players have quality. They are good players there, yeah. and the and the rate and you know and even I see Rodrigo's top goal scorer this season. Yeah, and everyone thought he's an absolute flop, but bit, clearly he's proven he
0: can do it. It's, it's a little bit mad. Maybe you should
1: sign him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: they, it, it, they, they do indeed. And yeah, it's that sort of... Because Jesse Marsh is from the Red Bull school of football with Salzburg, yeah. Leipzig. Yeah. It's that sort of high-pressing, high-energy football that Chelsea just could not deal with. They were constantly overran, uh, playing yeah. playing loftus Cheek as some sort of right-wing back in the start of the match. It was sort of like some weird... It was like a position I don't think I've ever really seen before, yeah. like an inverted trying, right trying something. Yeah. wing back to try to dominate the midfield. Just did not work at all. Le- Leeds were able to. Leeds were just better in every department. And yeah, and for and I thought Leeds were just going to be may, maybe fighting against relegation, maybe you know like lower mid table. Yeah. But but my voice is broke then. But <laughs> but <laughs> they, but they were, they were brilliant. They were brilliant. And your know, Chelsea yeah. have issues, but fantastic. Well,
1: the, the way Leeds play, I think. For them, it's a matter of, let's see if the the engine's given. They burn out coming second half of the season after the World Cup. I mean, the World Cup would be good for them. Not many of them will be going to the World Cup. Mm -hmm. But I mean, obviously, they've got all these Americans now who probably will play. Yeah, but don't worry
0: because they're in England's group and they will get knocked out early on because England are going to win that group. (laughs) (laughs) So don't worry (laughs) about it. Uh, Those were the three games that we really wanted to touch on in depth one of the points of feedback we got last time was great great podcast maybe slightly too much time on the Premier League analysis section so we'll we'll try to bear that in mind and as I say if you've got any constructive constructive feedback for us do let us know still early days we will improve as I say Uh, But in terms of the other matches it was Fulham three Brentford two Tony for me and I know Brentford lost so maybe I should be talking about a Fulham player but my main focus was on Tony he had a goal disallowed because he was fractionally offside turn and shot was exceptional He's had 13 goal contributions in his last 14 Premier League appearances. I think it's got to be time for... No offence to Brentford. I'm sorry if it sounds like, you know, I want a, another club to cherry pick you. But just someone like Chelsea's got to sign him or a bigger club. Uh, again, no disrespect to Brentford. But I think it's time for him to move on to a bigger club. Uh, that That's just my thoughts on it. Uh, and and, and Gaskey, would he be a good option for Chelsea, for example?
1: Um, I think it's the type of player they need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it is that too big of a jump for him? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But again, there's not there's, I mean, is that many teams you can go to? You Brentford, is, you know, Brentford are arguably arguably what top mid mid table.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like not, I wouldn't say they're anywhere near relegation, but they're not anywhere near top top eight seven the mm-hmm. Europe places. Well, there's not many teams above that, that need a striker apart from Chelsea. So it could—I mean, it could be the chance for him, but then it's a—is it a risk to join Chelsea. I mean, they've not had a good record with strikers ever. So, it's, so. A,
0: it's a very good point. But If I'm a Chelsea fan and we're being linked to, a, and if I was a Chelsea fan and I'm like, oh god, we're being linked to a I'd be begging for some. I'd be begging for someone like. But yeah, I mean, again, it's another, it's another. It's another person in the dressing room with an attitude. You yeah. Know? Very yeah, very odd situation. Very odd there. Um, yeah. Bournemouth nil, Arsenal three. Echoes of last week on the podcast. Gabriel Jesus is an exceptional. Uh, footballer we already knew this he's just getting the credit he was always doing this in a city shirt he's just getting more credit for it because the limelight at, at Arsenal which I love to see uh, I don't want people but I don't I don't think I've, and I, I don't know if it's just you know people just getting carried away and having a bit of fun but Arsenal aren't title ta- challengers are they Gasky uh,
1: I don't think so no um, the top top four contenders definitely I mean with the way they've started and the, the young squad they've got they've got a bright future But it's not something you do overnight. It's not, you know, the start of last season, they were Arteta out by now. And now (laughs) they feel like the title challenges, but it's just mm, calm down. Just calm down. Yeah. Just enjoy enjoy it. Exactly. Because all all it takes is one bad game and you see how these players can cope.
0: Yeah, well, one one bad game or one bad injury to Jesus or Saka or Odegaard or Saliba. Yeah there's, yeah, there's not not much depth there. So yeah, so yeah. Um, we're talking about title challenges. So I, that's this is so I've got to compare them to City, who are challenging for the title. If Mares gets injured, Bernardo Silva can play there. Alvarez can play there. If Foden gets injured, Grealish can play there. If De Bruyne gets injured, Bernardo Silva, Gundawan. If Holland gets injured, we, we we know that City can win without uh, a striker. If Jesus gets injured. Is there a player of similar quality? Not really. If Saka gets injured, is there a player of similar quality? Not really. Same situation with Odegaard. Not bad options yeah. like Smith-Rowe and Enquetia, but not the same level to properly tie to a challenge. So Arsenal, oh, really not, no. Arsenal they're playing well, haven't really played any one uh, major yet. But if you're an Arsenal fan, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Uh, Crystal Palace 3, Aston Villa one just an odd game in terms of the VAR controversy, some really odd decisions. But Zaha and Eze ultimately uh, being the difference makers, I thought Palace deserved the win. And I might be tipping Steven Gerrard to be the first manager to lose his job. And in fact, Gaskill, I want to ask yeah. you now: Who's who, which manager in the which Premier League manager will lose their job first?
1: I mean, I mean like you just said, it's looking like Gerrard. I mean, it, well, the, like, I don't know what the record is, but his record currently is not very good. And he's got not very good in the pro in the last blast, however many games it's been. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's the, he's the only one that's got such a poor record. Maybe him and Lampard, to be fair, but it's uh, yeah, I think I think it's looking like Gerard with the way it's going, and it could be at Old Trafford when we play him in the cup. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> yeah, I, I, I think certainly Gerard. I mean, it's Gerard and Lampard again, but just a different uh generation, I mean, different role. I do think it will be one of those for sure. Everton are a shambles. Speaking of Everton, Everton won Forest. One Forrester made like 16 signings, a little bit mad. We've spoken about Gordon to Chelsea for like 50 million, basically sparkley 2.0. Everton will struggle this season and they will be in a relegation fight. I'm convinced of that. I and mean, they they just need a striker. There's a similar theme here. Teams need strikers. Um Spurs 1, Wolves nil. Now here is a striker. Harry Kane. With he he was the difference maker. And we're not going to talk about the game because the game was dead, solved by a corner. Ultimately, Wolves better in the first half. Spurs ultimately having too much quality. Uh, Wolves probably needed a striker as well. Harry Kane has 185 goals in the Premier League, which means he's now eclipsed Sergio Aguero in terms of goals in the Premier League and also goals for a single club. Aguero had 184. Kane now has 185. He's the, now the fourth highest, two behind Cole, still 75 behind Shearer. But let's be honest, Gaskey, if he stays in the Premier League and bar some ridiculous injury, I think Kane's 29 Maybe thirty. He's going to break Shearer's record, yeah, isn't he? he? He can. I mean,
1: and also under Conte, the way they go in, they, they, they've had a pretty good start to the season. If they're getting the players in. They, he's going to get. He's going to get through. Simple as that. I mean, he's easily could do it.
0: Easily. Easily, yeah. Uh, I, I just mentioned Aguero. I, I am a City fan, so I'm, I've got a bit of an Aguero agenda. So I'm just going to drop in some. Just going to drop in some facts here. Um, Agüero did it in ten few games, and by this stage had four more assists. And Kane did it 129 minutes a goal, whereas Agüero was 188 minutes a goal. Sorry, 108 minutes a goal.
1: You know, it's just yeah, like... but Kane does it playing for Spurs. Now, so I think he Shush. gets he gets Shush. he gets handicap points. sure
0: sure <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to drop that in there because I love I love Agüero so much. I love Agüero, my, my baby. Anyway, uh, Leicester won. Uh, Southampton so I'm not really I don't really want to talk about the match however we talked we touched on this before Leicester potentially in a transition period is it have they missed out on their opportunity to get become a top six side it's looking like Fafana and Tillemans are on the move I mean Fafana allegedly is going to be going for some mental price like 60 to 80 like million quid 150 million
1: Leicester could make from Maguire and Fafana yeah <laughs> I'm not putting I'm not putting Maguire in Fana's book saying they're the same type of player I'm not. I'm saying Fabana was out for most of last season it last season or the season before? I think and now yeah. he's seventy million.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's just it's insane. And I, I think it's I think for me it's come to the stage where Leicester should cash in, it's become untenable. Yeah. Where I think Fafana was playing with yeah. the under twenty threes because he was he wasn't playing against um uh, Southampton. Yeah. When it, gets, when it gets to that stage, it's just better for both parties yeah. to let you know, him the go. The
1: thing I'll touch on with Southampton is even they've got a dark cause of a striker in Shea Adams. He's a very good striker. And he's got, I mean, he's got two in midweek as well in the cup. Mm-hmm. So he's very good. I mean, United have got to deal with him on Saturday, so hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that's a bad game. <laughs>
0: it's a challenge for Martinez. Yeah. And yeah. then Definitely. the final match of the week was West Ham nil, Brighton two. West Ham continuing with their poor start. To the season i just want to touch on the fact that graham potter apart from guardiola is my favorite manager in the world i love graham potter and i want him to be a future england manager because i love him oh, so he, much he,
1: he's, he'd be perfect england i think i think he's the perfect choice yeah
0: it's just especially with our young crop of uh exciting attacking fluid players yeah. i just oh.
1: that's the only thing he lacks at brighton is being able to invest in Properly, what he needs Mm -hmm. because he's got he's got great players there and just needs that a little bit extra.
0: Yeah, I just I just love to see what Potter would do with someone like Manchester United, for example, or City or or whoever. Because I I was
1: saying, yeah, would you would you as a City fan would you take him as a successor for Guardiola?
0: 100, 100. Yeah,
1: I I, he would I think he'd fit perfectly there.
0: Yeah, people always ask me who who who. Yeah, uh, people always ask me who do I want after Guardiola. My two answers are Arteta, Graham Potter more so graham potter maybe maybe vincent company in a few years if he proves himself but i just love potter so much i think he's i think that he deserves a a club he deserves he deserves a champions league club to be managing he i do think he is He deserves the chance he deserves the chance i totally agree i totally agree well that is the roundup of the matches now now then now then now then the champions it's been the champions league draw today yasky um, I mean, do we have to have this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to ask you. Uh, what What do you make of United's draw? It starts till tomorrow. I, th- I think you missed a joke. Uh, yeah, United's draw. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I was just. I, I was funny. being. I was being cheeky because United aren't in the Whatever. Champions League. That was, on. that was. That was my little <laughs> joke. <laughs> It was just, sorry, I'm just going to... It was quite funny. Last week, you didn't notice it. Again, I was being quite cheeky with you. I think you saw it in the TikTok edit when we were talking about yes. the United...
1: Oh, we're saying
0: four. We were talking yes. about the United match and I kept saying... There in the end. ...a game to forget. That was <laughs> unforgivable. for Manchester United. You just think... All right, just, we get it. You just think the, Cat Charles The, the, the listeners know what you like. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, sorry. Uh, Champions League draw... Uh, happen today. We are recording that on Thursday evening. Uh, these are the groups. We're just going to run through them. Then we'll talk about uh, a couple of the key fixtures. Uh, group A: It's Ajax, Liverpool, Napoli, Rangers. Group B: Porto, Athletic, Liverpool, and Bruges. Group C: It's Bayern, Barca, Inter, Victoria. Group D: Frankfurt, Spurs, Sporting, Marseille. Group E: Milan, Chelsea, Salzburg, dinamo F: Real Madrid, Leipzig, shaktar Celtic. G: City, Sevilla, Dortmund, Copenhagen. And in H it's PSG, Juve, Benfica. And an Israel team who I'd never heard of, um, Hafer. Um, but immediately, Gasky, what is this, what's the this sort of what's going to be the most exciting group? What's going to be the deadest group? What's the group of death? Uh, and what's going to be like the best matchup? And are there going to be any sort of surprises or shocks?
1: Yeah. Well, on paper, I think the obvious one is the Bayern Barca intergroup, and poor Vittoria at the bottom. <laughs> poor babies. Uh, but... I would say that's the one that comes to mind, but I also think Tottenham's group potentially. I agree. Based on them, teams are all your, you know, they're all this. I would say the same level of ability.
0: they yes. that,
1: that could turn out to be a very interesting group.
0: I, I totally agree. It sort of it has a bit of a whiff of that group has a bit of a whiff of a Europa League group about it which is a little bit of a, a, a diss.
1: Yeah, I would say that group is what you could imagine the last, the semi-finals of the Europa League to be like.
0: Yeah, but it's, but I agree, they are. I mean, I, I think Spurs will still top it, but it's it's a very balanced group, certainly more balanced yeah. than, say, City's group, where, I mean, City just, we, we all know City, Bribe <laughs> Um yeah. and, but yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be quite an exciting group, in fairness, um, yeah. and in terms of, you said it, you said it, it, is, it is the group of death, poor Vittoria, and I think I think Barcelona once again are not going to be getting knockout Champions League football. Yeah,
1: I mean, depending on, I'm not sure how Interman are getting on this season, but yeah, it's not a not a nice ride for uh, Barcelona. Absolutely, and they had a similar was it a similar group last season, didn't they? They had they Bayern. They had Bayern,
0: Bayern Andrew, Benfica. I think.
1: Oh, Benfica who beat them. Tw- yeah, mm-hmm. Benfica who beat them twice. Yeah.
0: Yeah so inter ca- came close to the league title last season after losing lukaku lukaku had a poor season at chelsea but he's gone back to inter where he played very well so i think inter will be yeah. back to their best really so i uh, it'll be interesting to see because barca spent a lot of we talked about last week they spent a lot of money on a lot of players they're gonna have to amalgamate them very quickly they're going to lose both games against bayern yeah. it, they just are it's going to be. I mean, Second, I, between. I
1: think buying, yeah, I think buying are on what 17 goals scored, one conceded, or something like that in the league already. Yeah, well, so just buy Munich yeah. things,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a little things bit, little bit insane. And even Liverpool's group, I still think they'll top it comfortably. But Rangers at the Ibrox or at Ibox, yeah, Ibrox,
1: Rangers are that team, yeah. Rangers are one of those teams where you don't, you don't know. I mean, a final from that. they got to the final last season in the Europa League, mm-hmm. so you never know. Nah, Napoli are not the team they used to be, but also you never know
0: with them either. Well, you never know because then, yeah,
1: I, I- IX is IX.
0: Yeah, because with Napoli, I think in I think actually in the season where Liverpool won the Champions League, Napoli beat Liverpool at in Naples, and then Liverpool only just beat them to uh, thanks to a, a world class Allison save. Was a save from Alison, wasn't it? At the end? Yeah. yeah, and yeah, that
1: would have that would have seen him out, wouldn't it? Exactly.
0: Like. Yeah, Liverpool would have actually yeah. finished third, I think, <clears throat> and just been yeah. knocked out. So you, know, that, you it never could know could be an interesting one could be an interesting one group b i'm sorry it ain't no one, unless you're a fan <laughs> of those teams porto go, Liverpool, and bruges ain't no one watching those matches because that is no, dead
1: unless unless somehow i let's go at the bottom then
0: yeah i don't think anyone's bothered
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: yeah. i'm going to before we move on i'm going to ask you a final question who is going to win the champions league Gasky.
1: that is a very good question uh I, I, I'm I'm feeling Bayern this year. It's a feeling. I'm not sure how the draw goes, but City Bayern final. I'll probably go mm. for it. I think Bayern will take it. It's it's just going to be heartbreak
0: again for me. Is that what you're predicting?
1: I mean, I know I know what the viewers want.
0: <laughs> not necessarily what I want, but I know what the viewers want. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Um, everyone everyone always loves an unhappy football fan, don't they? Yes, I'm I'm gonna have. I agree. I'm thinking depending on the draw. I don't think Real Madrid can do it again. I, I thought I thought it was quite fluky of them to beat PSG in that match, and Chelsea in that match, and City in that match, and even the final. I thought they were the yeah, worst side. You can't do it
1: every time, can you? Can't do
0: it. Every sure, time. Surely, I mean, may, maybe they will, but I'd be I'd be genuinely I'll leave my words if it happens. I'd be genuinely staggered if they did that. So I think the semi-finals on the draw, depending on the draw, City, Bayern, Liverpool, because I think they'll sort themselves out by then. And I think, even though I don't think PSG will win it, I'll say they at least get to the semi-finals. But I still think there mm. are some huge issues yeah. at that club. Okay, Gasky. this is now the stage of the podcast where I want I want to play Guess the Footballer in sixty seconds. Mm. I should probably get a, I, think. I should probably get a sound effect for this. But and that's the thing as well, guys. As we progress, I will get I'll try to get sound effects for each of the segments to make it a, a better. Yeah.
1: The budget thing. shall
0: increase. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, now, I've got two footballers ready for you. And, and I, I must say as well, uh, we see some very, very lovely, kind words on the TikTok channel uh, for me not knowing about Chiellini to LAFC. Some really intelligent and kind comments on on TikTok coming my way. So, uh, thank you guys for that it's
1: all it's all about learning isn't it you learn where players are
0: <laughs> yeah exactly because if you don't know every single transfer in the history of the universe then you are a moron and you don't deserve to talk about football that's how the internet works it seems um but yeah that's the thing right so Gasky, uh i went first last time would you like me to go first this time
1: um do you know what i i will guess first
0: you'll guess first excellent stuff I okay will. okay Gasky. Are you ready? Mentally and physically and emotionally prepared? No, but let's go. Okay. I'm going to start for the TikTok clip. <sighs> okay, Gasky, Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. Five League. No. Dutch League. No. MLS. No.
1: Portuguese League. No. Else is there? So this is the part of my bank. Turkish league.
0: No. Oh. Uh,
1: is it? Is it an English league? No. Scottish league. No. <laughs> well, this is a good start. Mexican league. No. Brazilian league. No. There's an obvious league I'm missing, isn't there? Ah. Uh, oh my lord! This is going to get used. <laughs> it's
0: not going to get the uh, league.
1: Oh, my God. My mind's gone blank. Uh, Leagues, 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 leagues. Think FIFA, think FIFA. Brilliant. I actually can't think. Oh my I actually God.
0: can't think. <laughs> you have five seconds. I actually
1: can't think. Uh, I can't even think of a league, so I can't even right. think of a player. final guess.
0: <laughs> final <laughs> guess. Quick
1: league. Fi- league. No, final guess. Um, I can't even come up with a player. <laughs> go on, give me the league Chinese uh, 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 Who's gone to the Chinese league recently? I'm going to go with Oscar oh, he's yes. Left the Chinese league, he? Yes Wait, is it Oscar?
0: Yes Yes <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I thought he'd left Yes <laughs> I'm loving that, How, I'm yes. that
0: point. How on earth did you do that?
1: <laughs> I thought I was getting in your mind, I thought, he's going to think of a player that he's heard of, and a player that is big, and that's the only one I can think of.
0: Very good, very (laughs) impressive. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that, well done, well done. Let's go. Right, okay, Um, your your turn for me now. Okay. Uh, So, I I will go, I'll say the thing and I'll start the timer, yeah? Yep. Okay. Right, it's time for me to guess the footballer in 60 seconds, go um are they still playing yes top five league yes premier league no syria no la liga no french league yes um psg no marseille yes oh i uh, um attacker yes have they moved there this season no did they move there the previous season no. Is it, a, so. is it a player I should know? Yes. Do they play for their national team? No. Are they European? Yes. Are they French? Yes. Oh my word, I don't know who the French striker is at Marseille. Is he is he older or young? Oh, is he old?
1: He's getting there. <laughs>
0: I don't well. I I don't know. I'm going to have to pass because I I I can't even. He's he's French. He's getting there. He's getting there. Who plays at Marseille? I've I i do not know anything about Marseille. I, oh my god! He he, it... he
1: he scored a he scored an absolute cork of a free kick for West Ham.
0: What Payet? Yeah. He's not an, he's not a striker. He's an attacker. He's an attacker. Oh my god! I'm an idiot. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Oh well. I don't. I don't even know if that got counts. Got to remember see your questions. Oh, I thought I said striker. Oh, you're right. Well done. Well done. Um, and I can't have that because you gave me a clue. Um, uh, yeah, I got that wrong. I was thinking striker. You, you did me there. Well done. You fraud. Oh, I need to get the next one now. I need to get the next one now because. Oh, I mean, I, I I can see I can see the comments already. It's like, oh my god, you, 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 you. and the, and that's how this sounds. <clears throat> the salt. Resource right. on its way. Okay, anyway. Next one for you, Gasky. Gasky, guess the footballer. Uh, 60 seconds, go. Top five league? No.
1: Uh, are they retired? Yes. Okay, uh did they play in the Premier League? Yes. Okay. Uh did they play for a current top six team? Yes. Okay. Did they play for City? Yes. Okay, did they play in defense? No. Did they play midfield? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No. Um did they play did they win a league title at City? No. Oh. Uh. Didn't win a league title at City. Did they play for another Premier League club? Yes.
0: Uh
1: Gareth Barry?
0: No uh who else played five seconds did they oh
1: i'm gonna have to have have a final guess final
0: guess final guess uh oh
1: midfielder played for city and retired it's gonna be someone really obvious isn't it um okay
0: steven island it's it's a good guess, but the answer. He might still be playing. I don't even know. I think the city connection confused you because he did play for City, but he wasn't known for playing for City. He was more known for playing for Arsenal. It's Patrick Vieira. Oh, Patrick Vieira! <laughs> there you go. That was our first retired footballer. One bit of a trickier one. But I, I, li- I, I like throwing in harder ones because I mean, some some of the comments we did get was. Uh, you know 60 seconds is too long so i was like well if we make the question slightly harder then 60 seconds won't be too long at all
1: yeah then... if you can't get the league that also makes it harder. yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you still got it in fairness <laughs> you still got it right let's do the final one Gasky. are you ready yep i am okay okay it's time for me it's time for me to guess the footballer 60 seconds go are they still playing yes top five league no it's the league in europe Yes. Is it West Europe, Western Europe? It is. Is it uh, Portuguese? Yes. Is it it, a sporting player? No. Is it Benfica? Yes. Are they a goalkeeper? No. Defender? No. Midfielder? Yes. Are they a defensive midfielder? No. Are they a central midfielder? No, they're, they're they're more of an attacking midfielder. Yes, yes. Are they Portuguese? No. An attacking midfielder for Benfica. The issue is, I know nothing about the Portuguese league. I'm very ignorant. Friend, are they French? Are they European? No. Uh, no. Are they? No, are they? No. Are they South American? No. Are they Asian? No. Right. Final guess. So they're not European or Asian. Or what was the other one I said? They're not European. Um, South American. They're not. They're not. So what? So they could be North American or from Antarctica. Uh, I don't think I'm. Oh, not penguin. Or or, or or Africa. Uh, so they're African or from. You, no- you put Antarctica before Africa. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they're. Oh oh. The comments. Uh, I can't think of any African attacking fields that play for. Benfica, so I'm guessing that... No, again, once again, I've got z- I've zero ball knowledge. I've got zero clue. Adel Tarat. He plays for Benfica? Yeah, he played against Liverpool in the Champions League last season. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, you know to be honest, I, 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 I've, I've still got him as a QPR player in my head. I mean, he was actually fun.
1: <laughs> fair, he was well-known at QPR, yeah. was
0: well, there we go <laughs> uh, my my lack of uh portuguese knowledge being fundamentally exposed there and they were african I should have asked if they were african because he's obviously from morocco there we go right well that's a really poor performance from me and the guest of footballers and i, I didn't get either did i well, that's embarrassing uh, I'm deflated you need now. To it,
1: make it a bit easier for you.
0: No, no, it's fine. I, I need to get better. <laughs> I need to get better. That's all.
1: I I'll i think of some retired players. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go for next next
0: what you Yeah, time. maybe yeah. I can do better with the more famous players. But yeah, that, that's that's shocking from me. I'm sorry. I apologise in advance. <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> that was guest football in sixty seconds. Gas Gaskey did well. I did not. But speaking of Gasky, what's ground Gaskey's gears? This. Week last week, it was public transport. What is it this time, Gasky? Speak to me. Is football players
1: not based on footballing ability, based on just their face that you just want to punch them? (laughs) Just the face, okay? Go on, explain yourself. So, this is pretty much all come from even though he plays for my team, you just look at Bruno Fernandes and you know, you you just want to punch him, don't you? You look at him and you think. Oh, you actually just want to punch? He's got him. a very and ratty face. Of, yeah. What other players? And and the the few that I thought of are, I think Foden. great player, but also he's just that face. I just feel like he just needs a big uppercut. Just just got that face. The obvious one, Rich Allison. I think I think a lot. Of, I think there'll be a people lining up to punch him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Havertz as well. He's just yeah. Similar, you just similar look to him of you know a look where a, a punch would probably make you feel better.
0: <laughs> and Habits yeah, is a definitely. weird one because Habits is always squaring up to players, but he doesn't look like he could win in a fight. He looks quite scrawny. He's
1: the he's the type to square up and then wait for Cullibard to get in the gap, get in, in front of him, yeah. to give him some
0: backup. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So what's Grandy Gears this week? It's footballers with punchable faces. Brilliant. It is. <laughs> There we go. And that's what's ground Gasky's gears this week. But now, the next feature is knob Gas. This is basically where my Noblet supporters on Patreon can submit questions for myself and Gasky. If you would like to support the Patreon, the link will be in the YouTube description. We've got a fair few questions this week. Some football, some not. The first one is from Ed. And he asks, in terms of careers, what did you both want to be uh, when you were growing up and when you were children, what were your career aspirations? Um, I
1: when I was when I was younger, I, I was always a pilot. I would love to have been a pilot, That's,
0: just like a, a commercial flying. pilot or in a Spitfire, commercial, yeah.
1: commercial. Oh, not not a fighter pilot. No, I want to come home. I'd uh, yeah, a commercial pilot.
0: Interesting. Was, well,
1: yeah, that was that was always my aspiration to be a commercial pilot.
0: Why? Just because travel? Just.
1: Yeah, uh, I like travelling, and just lots of flying a plane. Fair enough.
0: Um uh, like to fly a plane. For me, I wanted to be a scientist slash an inventor. I was going to invent the time machine when I was very young. That was going to be uh, my, what I was going to give to the world. Um, and future me hasn't come back and told past me or present me that I've done it, so obviously I never got around to doing it, so very lazy for and me. And you me just Lego. made mine
1: sound completely rubbish, so thanks for that. Well,
0: it, well but it wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even realistic on any level, like inventing a time machine. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't, I didn't really know what a scientist was when you're that age. In, in my head, a scientist was just like, you know, where's the lab coat it and it's a bit crazy. Um, so that's that. Uh, Will asks, what's the best live performance you've ever seen from a footballer? So for me...
1: Mine, mine was um, United against Blackburn. Berbatov scoring five, and that's based on. it was always a lazy type of player, Berbatov. But that game, he was he was running for ninety minutes. He he, he started a counter attack and scored from his own from his own started from his own box and scored the goal, and scored five in one game, which I think has only happened three times. Is it maybe four? Something like that. yeah. was just one of the, that that game was just
0: I just thought wow it's showing what you can do. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, I've, I've seen many, I've, I've watched City for many years, so, obviously, like Aguero, David Silva, De Bruyne, I think of De Bruyne against Stoke, for example, I think that match finished 7-2, he was outrageous yeah. that day. Um, Aguero in nearly every game, David Silva in nearly every game, Yaya Torre in that 13-14 season was just ridiculous, so maybe a game from there. Uh, but I won't, I won't pick a City player. Um, I will go with I think it was... I think City actually ended up winning the game. But one of the most impressive performances was when City beat Bayern Munich. It was 3-2. Bayern Munich were actually down to 10 men. And just Lewandowski... Um, it was just like... With this one goal in particular, I think it was like a, a header. I was just so confused as to how he did it, watch it watching it live. Uh, I, I, I don't know why, but that just... It probably wasn't even the most impressive because I've also seen, you know, the Messi, Suarez, Neymar, Barcelona at the Etihad. But there's something, sure, yeah. that, you know, just something about... There's something about Lewandowski in that game. I don't. I don't know. That's just. That's just what springs to mind. I'm sure I have seen more, but that's as I say. That's what uh, springs to mind. Yeah. Um, Jack asks, "What's the biggest animal you could be in a fight with no weapons?" And I. Ooh. I now I I think I know the answer to this one, but I, I want I want to know what you think. And wait, there's a correct answer. Well, I think there's a correct answer because I can't think of anything bigger which I could definitely kill with my bare hands. And Jack's also made a point. Oh, oh, it says, "It says beat, not kill." Well, beat in I mean, a fight. Well, let, let's well, let's assume it's a fight to the death. See, I mean, like in a colosseum. I, I think
1: I'll, I think some people will probably say, like they reckon they could have a horse, but I don't think you could have a horse. No, you would die. You would die. No, no chance. Even I don't think not even a cow or anything like that. You, a
0: cow would kill maybe. you.
1: Maybe maybe a goat. i have a, have a have a good a good few rounds of a goat. A goat
0: would head with head you to death.
1: No, no one to get a headlock at all. You think you can get a goat in a headlock? (laughs) You've met me. I can get a (laughs) a goat in a headlock. (laughs) Are we going to have to go? Are we going to have to do the podcast to a farm?
0: (laughs) And now live for Knobcast.
1: (laughs) Podcast from the farm.
0: (laughs) Knobcast at the farm, yeah. Um, I think the answer is a sheep. A sheep is much more docile. I didn't think of a sheep. A sheep is much sheep. more docile than a goat. It yeah. does not headbutt you like a goat. It's probably also technically bigger than a goat. And you could and goats are, sorry and sheep are stupid as well. So it will just like be stood there. You could definitely just like get on its back and just choke it out. Definitely. Yeah, I
1: didn't think of a sheep. Yeah. I I, I maybe can't... I will
0: die. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything bigger than sheep that I could kill. No. You know, in hand-to-hand no, combat. No
1: after it, yeah. After a sheep, you're looking at you like like I said, you're looking at like a cow, aren't you? No, and yeah. And there's
0: no way, yeah, A cow easily kills you, and and they also made a point. Jack made a point to say you're not allowed to pick like a sea animal, like a whale in 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 a colosseum. What make it come on land and go? I win. exactly, yeah. That's cheating, yeah. Um, no, that's, that's yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think the answer is a sheep because relatively docile herbivore and it doesn't really have any weapons, so. That, and then you can, you can make a coat out of it after you kill it so everyone's a winner apart from the sheep obviously remember
1: your victory
0: yeah uh village asks how many children could you beat in a fight and again let's assume it's a. why <laughs> let's assume why? It... <laughs> let's assume it's a coliseum scenario uh and so, so i'm in rome yeah, we're in and I'm stood
1: in the center of the Colosseum.
0: Do I have any weapons? No, it's it's one-on-one uh, hand-to-hand okay. combat, and let's say they're like five to six-year-olds. The... I've got to think about punching five or six-year-olds. So how many? How many at once?
1: How, how so many could it's... you beat in a fight? Okay, and this is at once. This is not like in a row until I'm tired.
0: Well, one-on-one. On, one on well, one. well, they keep spawning. Born in six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, like okay. it's like a Call of Duty map or something, like on zombies, where they just keep uh, coming so, at you. Okay,
1: so how many rounds of? Right. Okay. Um.
0: I don't Ooh. think it's as many as you might think because they
1: surround <laughs> you. Hey, you put. I tell you what, I will. I will beat as many as possible if you put richardson's face on. <laughs> I will annihilate them all. <laughs> it's all you've got to do.
0: I think I think it would be quite because they'd all surround. Let's assume that you know they're relatively competent and they know they know what they're doing because they just surround you. You've got nowhere to go, and well,
1: yeah, well, eventually you're gonna they're gonna potentially break a leg, one of your legs or something yeah. with the amount of if they're gonna constantly hammer at your leg.
0: Yeah, and they'll jump and they'll bite. Yeah. If they were like two or three year olds, I reckon I could take hundreds because you'd you'd pick one up by the legs and you'd swing it around Use at the other one weapon. exactly. But yeah. because they're like five yeah. to six, they're more competent. So I, I think you might definitely not triple digits because I'm just thinking you punch one that, he, you know, he, he's dead. He's a goner. He, he, he's, his lights are out, this little five-year-old I, kid.
1: Just, I mean, I'll get I'll just get sick of the crying. They'll just be crying because they're hurting. And I'll
0: be like, oh, shut <sighs> off. I, I think it might be single digits because you punch one, you kick one, but then they're, they're all behind you. They're on your sides and, and they yeah. swarm at you. So I think maybe it's not as much as you think. I think maybe eight
1: yeah because like you said with the younger you can kind of run away and they'll let go they haven't got the force to hold on
0: yeah but But,
1: yeah if if
0: you make one misstep or you try to do a drop kick at them they'll just jump on you and you're gone uh so if you you had a weapon like a baseball bat you could do hundreds but we don't in this random scenario (laughs) Uh, so there we go that's how many children we could beat in a fight well oh sorry did you have another point there gaskey
1: no, I'm just shocked
0: at the question.
1: But we'll,
0: we'll go with it. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's from Village again, so it's not, not a surprise. He was I'm the one who asked. Surprised. I'm not surprised. He was the one who asked how far could we kick a chihuahua last week? And finally, I believe Gasky, you said this has been stolen. I don't watch the Sidemen, but you told me that this has been stolen from the Sidemen.
1: I think, yeah, I think the Sidemen asked this question. Um, yeah.
0: But hey, we're gonna steal it now, so who cares? There's no such thing as an original idea. If that's what we're gonna tell the lawyers drill asks if you could commit any crime to prevent that crime from ever being committed again what would that crime be now there's obviously this is it's a this is a uh, what's the term the uh a dual a jewel edge jewel wielder. what's the term some a jewel something sword what's the, what's the term i'm thinking of Dual edged sword i can't I, d- I don't know anyway it's it's that you know basically the worst the, the more good you do long term you can only do by doing more bad short-term. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I think the answer... Again, I think I, think I know the answer to this. I think what you do is you murder a bad person, a baddie. So let, let's yeah. let's say they're on death row, so they're dying anyway. Uh, so it, it's... I mean, it's not good to murder anyone, but at least it takes <laughs> a bit of the moral conundrum out of it. And then, because not only are you assured, like, well, he was going to die anyway and i have killed a bad guy... But with that, you get rid of murder and, you know, homicide and um, and also genocide. But,
1: but, can I be a bit picky?
0: Yes. If
1: you, is it murder in general or are you going off the type of murder? So, for example, if you were to shoot him, are you stopping gun crime but you can still, people can still be stabbed? Are you stopping murder in well, general? Well,
0: it's, it's mur- I think it's a catch-all. It's murder generally. And then that applies to... Well,
1: well I, yeah, so I think murder, murder is the obvious one. There's, there's two of them, <laughs> mine. I'm not saying the second Mer-
0: one. Murder's the obvious one.
1: <laughs> there's 2 I've got two in my head, and I'm not saying the second one. I think, you know, it's probably what I'm thinking of. it's yes, a bit too, murder, bit too think, grim. Yeah, yeah. murder. Like you said, murder someone who is a bad person, or someone who has already done bad things. So, like I said, on death row, and instead of doing it the nice way, you do the, the horrible thing of shooting them or stabbing them. Yeah. And then you start murder, haven't you?
0: And then that gets rid of death, you know, murder by stabbing, you know, uh, gets rid of gun crime uh, to an extent. Um, probably, yeah. It probably also stops wars because technically war is murder, isn't it? I guess. Because yeah. you're intentionally going or out then, to kill then you someone. start
1: going down manslaughter route, don't you? And...
0: Yeah, well, but at least but uh, with manslaughter, yeah. there's got to be obviously like a degree of um, a yeah. lack of yeah. intent. So if you pick murder, the short-term consequences aren't that bad. And long-term... You know, you get rid of yeah, all these term, awful things. Depending
1: on who you're murdering, but long term, you've,
0: you're, a, you're, you're a god. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, 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 think we've, I think we've cracked it, to be honest with that one. I think we've cracked that. Um, once again, we are recording this offline, not live. The aim is to do it live. However, if you're watching the video podcast, you'll see gasky's a video for example sometimes going in and out of quality that's because i'm currently having wi-fi issues i do have an engineer coming around so it won't be a long-term issue but once we get everything sorted once we're comfortable with the whole doing it like I, th- I think we're i think we're quite, doing quite good to be fair for only our second ever podcast once we get more comfortable yeah. we'll have this section called hobnobbing with nobbins where i get a nobbler on again someone who supports me on patreon and they we can just have a chat with them about whatever they want or maybe they can ask one of the knob gas questions live or or whatever you know what i mean or maybe they just want to talk about a football match uh, but that will be a future section. Speaking of matches, in terms of next week's matches, I couldn't actually see any that were of genuine interest. Liverpool have an on-paper-easy game. I think United are against Southampton. It's not that sexy. Um, City are against Palace, who beat them last season, in fairness. Um, but I did, I did just want to shout out that this Sunday, I will be doing a 12-hour live stream on YouTube and Twitch. We will be watching one of those matches. It will be Forest against Spurs, as well as the F1. I know I'm playing lots of games with so you guys uh, so that's just a bit of a, a plug. Feel free to join me for the 12-hour stream. It's on Twitch, our Obbins. The YouTube is on nobbins FC. Gasky, are you ready for the section? I think is it, it's everyone's favorite section. It's time for Ball Busters. Are you, are you excited? Yeah, Ball Busters. <laughs> there we go. I explained it last time, but this is a stolen concept. There was a program called... Uh, uh, blockbusters in the 80s, hosted by someone called Bob Orness. It's a quiz show. Carl Pilkinson stole that format, called it Rockbusters, did it with musical artists. I'm calling it Ballbusters because it's about football, and also the clues are real Ballbusters. Uh, and the idea is it's a, a really bad cryptic clue and initials. And you guys can win a prize, and I'm very happy to see that we did get uh, people taking part. If you don't want to take part, the way you do it is by leaving a comment on the YouTube channel, video and there is a prize of a thousand knob coins but also Gasky, you very kindly given to the first week's winner what a free month of discord nitro there you go isn't Gasky lovely aren't you lovely Gasky? what can i say there you go y- y- you know not not all heroes wear capes some of them wear knighted shirts um there you go right so i will start with the clues from last week uh, and Gaskey, I think you've I think you figured all these out now.
1: I eventually got I eventually got the second one.
0: Yeah. Yes, uh, but I'll start with uh, re- revealing them, and then we'll, I'll pick a winner, and then we'll give you next week. So it will be every single week. So the first clue was D D the initials. Remember, it's a footballer, past or present. I need you to guess the initials were D D, and the clue was that part of my leg is thirsty. And Gaskey, that was uh, my leg is Danny. And I first it, and I will drink water. Danny, drink water. Denis, drink water. Danny, drink water. That's how this works. Hopefully once... I know a lot of people were confused by this, but hopefully once you hear the answers, you'll get into the, my mind thought process. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, everyone seems to got that. So, well done, uh, guys. The Next clue was F. This is a trickier one. Maybe it's because I didn't help you out with the initials, but I don't really care. It's my quiz to do with the one. The initial was just F, and the clue was, not in my opinion, and Gasky that was... One, well, this one took me forever, but I finally got it. It was Firmino. For me, No. For me, no. Not in my opinion. Firmino. Firmino. There we go. Well done. I know i confused confusing people by not doing RF, but I couldn't really make Roberto work. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> and then the last one was... is the worst one. DL. And the clue was... The Jamaican fella enjoys being a solicitor. And that was...
1: I mean, this, this one was just ridiculous, and I'm surprised I got it so quick. But Dennis Law, this
0: um, one. Why is it Dennis Law? Uh,
1: de, de nice, you got to say it in a Jamaican accent. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try to say it in a Jamaican accent. But it's the nice law in a Jamaican accent.
0: The nice law. The de Dennis. The nice Dennis, like, de nice like Dennis <laughs> Law. It works. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Well, there we go. And just having a look at the YouTube comments. Now, no one got all three. Bear that in mind. So, and there's no time limit on this, by the way, guys. It, you know, if you're watching the podcast like five days later, feel free to pop your, your answers because I will just pick them randomly. But Ed got Drink Water and Firmino correct. Musty got Drink Water and Dennis Law correct. Jack got Drink Water and Dennis Law correct. And then DR. Got drink water and Firmino, correct. So there's four people. You got it right. So Gasky. I'm going to assign each of them a number. Okay. Uh so pick a number between one and four. Let's go with two. You've gone for two. And that means that the winner of the first ever ball busters, the winner of a thousand knob coins, and three months of Discord Nitro. Because you gasky is. I need to get a drum roll. It is Eduardo da Vinci, Ed. Well done, my man. You got drunk drink, Whoa, drink go water, on, Roberto Firmino. You didn't you, for the third one. You went not a clue. So just going to say Aguero. Well, there we go, Ed. Well done, mate. You are, I will make sure to DM you the uh, Discord natural code after the podcast. Well done, Ed. Well done. Um, and now I will also give you a thousand knob coins. But now it's time for the next clues of Ball Busters. <laughs> pay attention <laughs> three clues the first one these are slightly easier i think gasky would you say it's fair to say
1: i, I would yeah, i would say yeah I would say i think more people
0: get these yeah you've already got them all haven't you yeah i've got them all there we go so there we go. so don't blame me these are re- I made these easier for you the <laughs> first the first one the initials are d a d a and the cryptic clue you've got to slow down the famous boxer you've got to slow down famous boxer number two e h cryptic clue think about jesse in amsterdam think about jesse in amsterdam and the third one g c g c the clue this storm's overused this storm is overused get your answers into the comment section. Just go, to, if you're watching on, if you're sorry, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or as an audio file, just hop over to the YouTube channel, leave your comment on what you think the answers are and also what you thought about the podcast if you want to take part in Ball Busters and also maybe do uh, hashtag Ball Busters just so it's really easy for me to know that you are submitting a Ball Busters clue just so it doesn't get lost in all the other comments. But chaps, that is the Knobcast episode number two i think we've already made significant improvements from the first one and it's only going to get even better i think gasky we're, g- we're going to potentially look into getting you a nice background light aren't we so maybe illuminate you in red yeah we can uh, add a bit more character to my room that'll be good absolutely to, to contrast with my light blue uh that would be nice um if you aren't already uh, if you, sorry, if you haven't already given us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, then uh, please do consider doing that because it really does uh, help us out. And in fact, if I think on Apple Podcasts, you can leave, not only leave a rating, a five-star, five please, uh, but also you can leave um, text like a text review. So if we get some funny ones, then I might uh, read those out. If, if we get enough of those, that might be a thing where we read out uh, some of the best five-star reviews uh, on, on what you think of the podcast. But yes, that was an obcast. Jasky, I, I imagine you're still buzzing from United beating Liverpool. Um, I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, w- w- do you have any sort of like final overarching words for our beautiful listeners?
1: Just uh, I hope everyone's enjoyed the week as much as I have. And, so the, uh, and sadly, you know, even though these I probably have got some Liverpool fans, out not you, as viewers? <laughs> Unlucky. It is what it is. It is, but I'm, pre- I'm, pre- I'm sure, is. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll um, get some nice results in the future. I hope not, but I'm sure you will.
0: <laughs> there we go. Thank you, guys, so much for watching. Really hope you enjoyed it. I, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying making the uh, making the podcasts uh, and making the little clips. If you aren't already following the TikTok, the Knobcast channel, make sure to do so, so you can see the highlights in case you miss uh, the podcast or you don't have time to watch them in full. Get your Ball Busters answers in, and we will see you next time. And we're going to record. Monday evening as a standard to be released on Tuesday afternoon. So you won't have that you won't have too long to wait for the next knobcast episode either. Until then, guys, signing off from Gasky, signing off from Nobbins, we are out. Bye.